Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Movie Change Up. Uh, we are excited to be here today with a new format. As you can see, we have no Joe. Uh, he died, so he is not here this week. So only three of us. He will be back next week. We have a we have some type of magic we're going to bring back. Um, but today we're going to be doing um, a fantasy movie draft, essentially. So this isn't, uh, you know, it's coming up on football season. It's fantasy football season. Uh, I know a lot of people are drafting now. And if not, um, the way this works is I stole this from another podcast I listened to called Puck Soup, which is great. I recommend it if you like hockey and pop culture podcasts. Um, but what they did is you have... We are doing 12 categories of movies today, so 12 different genres or categories, and you have to pick, everyone is going to take turns choosing a movie um, in that specific category. So, for example, one of the categories would be a blockbuster film. Um, if Bobby takes that movie, that is off the board for everyone else, but then also for Bobby, um, if he takes a movie that comes out in 1975, he is going to eliminate any movie that came out in 1973, 74, 75, 76, and 77. So two years prior, two years after. Anyone else can still take movies from those years. Um, but if you take it personally, you eliminate those other options from the other categories um, uh, in those years. So it'll be interesting to see how everyone kind of spreads it out. And I'll just go ahead and read our, our 12 categories and then introduce everyone. But... Um, our first category, as I mentioned, uh, is Blockbuster. We also have an indie film. We have a Best Picture winner, a sports movie, an animated movie, a live-action family film, a comedy, a thriller slash horror. We included those together to kind of expand that a little. Um, we have a foreign film, an action movie, a musical, and sci-fi. Those are our 12 categories. Um, and we're excited to get into it. You can pick them in any category, but you can only pick one per, and you have to fill your board by the end of the draft. So that being said, Bobby won our first pick. Um, how are you feeling going into the draft? Uh, I mean, I love drafts. I like fantasy football. Like, I think it's a lot of fun. Um, and it was really fun making the the draft list um, of just, like, ideas for possible movies. But it's going to be interesting having to eliminate you know, basically five years every time you make a pick. Um, right. I think, I, like, right away, I said if I got the number one overall pick, I knew what I was taking. It was going to be my first round pick no matter what. So um, pretty happy about that. I don't know if anyone else was going to take it, but it'll uh, it'll take it off the board and make sure I secure it for, for my list. All right. And Tristan, same question. What is your What was your strategy coming in? Um, and how do you think things will shake out? Do you think you'll be really reaching by the end of it, or you have things pretty pretty well planned? There were a couple that I had to reach for. Of course, I was going in all cocky and confident. I was like, oh, I know tons of movies. I'm going to be fine, and I had all these ideas. And then you get to the end, and you're like desperately trying to find like one-year gaps that you can fill things in. And there's a couple right. where I'm like, okay, I'm going to have like literally a one-year spot, so hopefully they don't pick that movie, or I'm going to be like scrounging for stuff. And if you guys get confused, by the way, and you're watching live on Twitch or on YouTube afterwards, you can look underneath our images. You'll see a list of our draft as we're going. And on the side, you'll see our categories. So if you forget, you can always follow along on the screen. But, yeah, I'm really excited. My strategy was to focus mostly on my theme and what I wanted to go for, the kind of feel and the vibe and the tone and the look of my festival. So when in doubt, I went back to that theme and I said, okay, if you're going to this festival for this theme, which movie would you go for? And I'll get more into that as I go along and kind of pitch my festival at the end. But, yeah, for me... I definitely focus on like a theme and an experience and trying to like 
aimed to an audience that I think would be looking for a specific thing. So I'm excited to get in to, into it and see what you guys picked. It's going to be a fun episode. Cool. All right. Well, yeah, we're excited. Um, yeah, if anyone's watching live, you can always make comments. Um, and I think Tristan can see those, so we'll pop them up. Um, and what we're going to do is basically what we thought of it as is these 12 movies, you're playing at your own personal film festival. So you obviously have some restrictions in what you can take. So it's not just us picking our 12 favorite movies or favorite movie from each category. Um, you have a strategy to it, like we mentioned. But what we're going to do is create our own film festival. And at the end, we're going to kind of decide a winner by seeing who the other uh, contestants would go see besides their own. See if we can get some agreement on that. We might have a little debate um, and and find a winner. So that being said, I think we should just get right into it. And Bobby, I'm excited to see what is the number one overall pick in this year's draft. I feel like we need some like ESPN music here of uh, like, you know, right. draft, the draft pick is in. Um, yeah, so for my number one overall pick, I'm going to go with one of my personal favorites, one of the best blockbusters of all time. Um, one I've watched since I, I've been young and I've seen it in theater, theaters just one time and I'd love to see it again. And that is Jurassic Park from 1993. I, I was already was, writing it down yeah. yep. before you finished it. Uh, one, of, one, of my, one of my absolute favorites and it still is perfect for the big screen today. And you're taking that as a musical? Oh yeah. No. Yeah, blockbuster, definitely not. correct. That, that's a blockbuster. I'll, I'm going to fill in yep. so we have our our category list here, if I can edit it. All right. Yeah. So we don't have dinner. So that came out in 1993. Um, that was obviously on my board, but it was one I considered, uh, you know, possibly, but it eliminates a lot of options. 91 uh, through 95. There are some good movies in there. So, there are. all right. I, I, um, I, I catered my list around it. hundred percent. You gotta, you gotta have a strategy to it. So Tristan, are, what's your your first pick of the first round? So my first pick, oddly enough, comes from the same year as Bobby's pick. And if you know me, you know that I'm not a huge sports person. So I had to go for the sports pick first because if you guys took this, I would probably not even know another sports movie. <laughs> so my sports pick is going to be The Sandlot from 1993. Okay, cool. All right. I mean, I'm not the one I pictured. So not yeah, one I pictured going uh, this high, but. I definitely had it on my on my list if someone really had seen Jurassic Park. Yeah. It was not on my list be well, it was because of Jurassic Park essentially. Like I was banking on getting that. All right. So, and by the way, I forgot to mention. So what we're doing is a snake draft. So basically, the first round is Bobby, Tristan, then myself, then the next round is uh myself, then Tristan, then Bobby, and then we're going to keep snaking back and forth. So, um I'll have the next two picks here. And knowing that and having a couple movies off the board already, I think changes my strategy from what I originally was going to do, but I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to take my blockbuster movie first. Um, so it's the second blockbuster off the board, but it's my favorite movie of all time. I have to take it. It's Jaws from 1975. That eliminates a ton of movies in the 70s, a really, really strong year, um, strong, you know, decade of filmmaking. But I think it's worth it. Like Bobby said, you know, you got to kind of weigh your options and, and pander to it. So that is uh, my first overall pick. And I'm going to follow that up because I eliminated 73 to 77. 
I'm just going to pretty much eliminate the rest of the 70s by taking my best picture winner, The Godfather from 1972. And I'm starting off with two of the greatest movies ever made. Um, And two movies, I think if we're playing in a festival, you're going to get a big audience and two movies that I would definitely want to see because I have not been able to see either of them in theaters before. Cool. All right. So that brings us back to Tristan. Yeah. Yeah, I was also thinking about Jaws, my blockbuster, but I decided to push it to the next round because I would be desperate if I was trying to pull a sports movie out of my ass, especially going for the theme that I'm going for. Uh, so my blockbuster is going to be one that you might not necessarily think of as a blockbuster, but it made tons and tons of money when it came out. It was like a huge, unexpected hit and one that people couldn't stop talking about, and that is It Chapter 1 from 2017. That was a huge hit, one that people couldn't stop talking about, one that I think would be really, really fun to revisit in theaters. It was a really incredible theater experience everyone was kind of really into it and screaming and i remember it was like a word of mouth type thing you got to see this in theaters so to bring it back especially after like how many years of not being in theaters to go back and see like this fairly recent but really entertaining movie would be a really uh fun one for me cool all right i i like that that sure was uh... yeah just not... make sure we're updating the draft board because i don't see the other ones on there yet but yeah i'm having trouble with that because i have to do it from my phone and i can't seem to click on it all we have on there if you if you want to if you want to tell it to me uh i can do it until you figure it out um so johnny you took your blockbuster jaws 1970 yep and uh best picture best godfather you did yeah god from 72 wait um wait 70 and 72 no bobby jaws came out in 1975 oh i wrote the wrong thing (laughs) <laughs> I, that we, might be I got it. there we go there we no, go all right i see it's okay. updating and yeah tristan going back to that i i do think that definitely counts as a blockbuster it's interesting i had that in my horror um category so i'm interested to see how the rest of your draft plays out and what theme you're kind of going for because mm-hmm. right now i don't see much of a connection between sandlot and it um Except I, for I, do see, I can see a yeah, like I can see somewhat of a connection, but I don't know if it's the intentional one yet. It'll all come together. You, you'll, you'll see. It'll you'll all see. come together. Right. So that brings so now, us, Bobby, to so your back to back, back to back to back. All right, I have to remember what year one of these is, but um, I think what I'm going to do is actually take my foreign film here. Ooh. Um, and it's going. To, it's some, one that could also fall into a different category of best picture winner, and that is Parasite yeah, uh, from yeah, 2019. Yeah. It's one of the best movies I've seen, one well ever. But it's it's such a great movie that I think everyone deserves to see on like in a theater on screen. Um, and it's it's just a fantastic movie that I don't think as many people have seen it as they should have, even though it was a best picture winner. So definitely want to get that out there. Um, and my next one is going to be my live action family film. And this is going to be one of the best movies I think of all time. And that's the wizard of Oz. Oh, you Bobby took two of my picks. Yep. So that's why, that's why they're my back to back picks here. So, uh, yeah, I mean, there's really not much to say. I think this is one of the best like theater experiences anyone can get. Cause I think everyone's seen it on TV at this point, but they don't play it in theaters very often. So I think that would be a draw for sure. Yeah, that's a good one, too, because that was one that I didn't know would be if it would be taken off super early like it ended up being because, you know, 
it came out in 1939. So you're not really eliminating a ton of movies, um, you know, for yeah. the most part in in those years, rather than like taking the movies like I did in the seventies that eliminates a lot of my options. I didn't know if that would be like something to take later because you're just kind of out of years or if that's prioritized. So it gives you a little more freedom in the other category. Yeah, so that, that's basically what I was going for. That was the number one on both my musical and my live action family. Um, so that eliminated, uh, yeah, that, that did some damage to a couple of my categories. So that leads us to Tristan. Um, we're back to you with your third pick. My third pick. I'm going to go with my action movie pick for this one. It's going to be 1996's action classic Independence Day starring Will Smith, the All summer right. action classic. Uh, I'm getting more and more movies that have like a summer vibe as, as the theme grows, so we'll see how it right. goes as we go along the episode. Okay. All right. Like Tristan is going all summary movies, um, but didn't take a summer blockbuster necessarily. One I would think of is that. I don't know when it came out, actually. Um, it did come but, out in the summer, I believe. Where's that? Bobby, can you update Tristan's last pick while I make mine? Oh. Um, so that was Independence Day from 1996. Honestly, I think that's a good... You do eliminate some good movies from those years, but I category-wise, I don't think you took out a ton. Hmm. All right, where do I go next? Do I go to one that's... Yeah, my first two movies I listed under live-action family film were Wizard of Oz and The Sandlot, and those are both off. Another one I have already eliminated for myself for the year. You know what? I thought I thought I might be safe leaving Wizard of Oz till this round, and I wasn't. So I think I'm just going to take movies maybe that get sniped up from me um, in other categories. So for my for my sports movie. No, Tristan Hardy took his, and I don't think Bobby will take that. So never mind. I'm going to go to comedy, and I'm going to go to a little movie that came out in 1964 called Dr. Strangelove, or how I learned to stop wording it. adding that bomb. title. Yeah, you can just call it Dr. Strangelove from um, – that, that Yeah, that's uh, – 60 – 1964. Which leads me to my next pick. And Bobby scooped up Parasite for foreign film. You know, I actually think this category is weak. Um, Pretty weak. So I'm going to go for action movie. I'm going to go The Raid 2 from 2014. That's my favorite action movie of all time. I would be bummed if I eliminated it for myself by picking other things. So instead of tempting myself, I'm taking it. Um, 2014, right? 2014, The Raid okay. 2. Cool. And that was my action, not my foreign film. Yep. Cool. All right. So those are my back-to-back picks. That leads us uh, – so that was the first pick of the fourth round. And Tristan – you are back up. I'm interested to see you continue your theme. 
That me that leads me to I'm gonna go with my my live action family film as well. Uh, my pick is going to be National Lampoon's Vacation, a classic comedy and I think a perfect summer movie. You know, if you're thinking summer road trip family vacation type things, that's like a highlight of the summer. So I'm going for like you go to the beach, you go to the pool, you kind of hang out at the film festival and watch these summer kind of vibe movies and summer darker, summer serious, summer more fun, but they're all set in the summer and take place in the summer and have summer themes and summer vibes. So I'm going with Vacation as my summer family film, nice what? comedy. Tristan, what year? 1980? 1983. Not bad. Not exactly one I would have thought of as a family film, but I guess at the time you could have said it was, even though some of it might not yeah. be appropriate to kids nowadays. Um, right. But it's definitely one like Caddyshack I watched when I was probably too young for it. Um, okay. All right. So Tristan's got his. Bobby, last pick of the fourth round. Back-to-back picks. I worry about you scooping some of my movies up again. So uh, what, do you, uh, what do you got? I think only one of these would scoop it up because one, just because I was trying to fit this in my years, and I think it's it can be considered one of the best, if not the best, like American action movies of all time, like a, a classic, and that's Die Hard. Um, so I'm going to go with Die Hard um, from 1988 is my action yeah. movie. Uh, and then for my next pick, I'm going to go with a personal favorite as in, well, I mean, it's more than just my personal favorite, but it is a indie film, uh, from one of my favorite uh, directors, Christopher Nolan. And that is Memento from 2001. And that is under indie, you said under indie. So not a bad, that is a solid choice for me. Oops. I'm not typing there. That was 2000. Uh, well, okay, so that's my question. Um, the actual release date to people wide was um, 2001. It was in festivals in 2000. So to that, I said 2001. 2001 is fine. I think that's what I mostly have seen it under. Yeah, there we um, go. Then, All right, so that's changed. Cool. All right, so two good picks again. Bobby's really filling out that team. A lot of good... Uh, Good pick. So it was Memento and Die Hard. Um, Tristan? A Die Hard in theater. Yeah. My pick is going to be my musical, and I'm going to go with 1978's Grease. I think it's definitely regarded as one of the best musicals. And if you're talking summer, this would be like a great finale to my festival. You know, it's like the end of summer. They're kind of looking back at the summer. So I think this would be a good last movie of my festival. Yeah, that um, that was like the only musical I like. So that that's a tough one for me to be off the board. I was debating on it with my last two picks, but I was like, no, I think it might survive. I did leave. I have eliminated most of the 70s, but 78 and 79 I still have. But yeah, I might have to do some rethinking on my musicals because um, Wizard of Oz was also on that. Let's see. So I have 75, 72... 64 and 2014. I'm going back to back picks here. You know, I'm going to go with my. (laughs) No. All right. For my. Yeah, no, can't do that. 
All right, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go for my indie movie. I don't know if this is necessarily one that's going to be picked, um, but you never know. I'm going to go with my one of my favorite comedies of all time by a great director and his best, Wes Anderson's The Royal Tenenbaums from 2001 uh, is my is my indie film. One of my that might be in my top 10 all time. I love that movie so much. So rewatchable. Um, Gene Hackman's incredible in it and all the actors are. So that is what I'm doing with my indie. And I have a back to back and got to figure out what I'm going to do with that. Do I go musical? Mm-hmm. You know what? No. Should be a big one to get off your board, Johnny. Yeah, that was one I maybe should have uh, snagged instead of like a Doctor Strange Love because I don't know if either of you would have picked that. It doesn't really fit with your theme, and I don't know if Bobby would have been as high on it. Which, so, which one? Doctor Strange Love. Um, yeah. You know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go to. None of us have taken an animated movie off the board yet. And I'm going to take sci-fi here, and I'm going to go with 1956's Forbidden Planet, an all-time kind of iconic classic sci-fi movie and great technicolor visuals that would really like shine great on a big uh, screen theater. Uh, really groundbreaking special effects for the time, and of course you got the iconic robot. It would be nice to see the robot on the big screen at a film festival, and you imagine if this is like a big film festival, they'd have like a prop public a robot they could have up on the on the lobby somewhere take a picture with it you know make it a make it an experience you can meet Robbie the robot so my pick is 1956's Forbidden Planet all right so I am now making my final two picks of the draft and I've realized I thought I eliminated this but in my head I uh oh wait fuck I did eliminate this I thought it was 78, but no, Slapshot was 77. I took Jaws, so that eliminates mm-hmm. my only other sports movie off of my list. But you know what? I'm going to go movie. with one. <laughs> no, I'm going to go with one that I think is a very, very good movie, super underrated. If I'm showing a film festival, I kind of need to break it up. I got a lot of kind of dark, dour um, movies thrown in there in a way. Um, so I'm going to go with something that's pretty fun, change it up. I'm going to go 1992 for my sports movie, White Men Can't Jump. One of the greatest sports movies ever made that not enough people talk about. Probably my favorite basketball movie. Um, so I got to go. Space Jam, A New Legacy? No, haven't checked that one out yet. Yeah, don't. Um, yeah, not. doesn't sound worth it to me. It was a very drunken experience. I had to drink. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wish yeah, I was might, drinking when I watched it. I might have to take you up on that one. I'm making sure. Okay, so yeah, the only other 90s movie I had was Toy Story, and that was 95, so I'm good there. All right, so that brings me to my last category, which is tough for me because I'm not big on musicals, and Grease uh, is taken. I have eliminated La La Land. I have eliminated... Beauty and the Beast. I have eliminated Pop Star. I've eliminated Lion King. I have done myself some harm in terms of the musicals that I actually can watch. So I'm going to go because I got to make a decision here. Now I'm going to pick one that I haven't 
gotten rid of for myself yet. No. Nope. Yeah, 2001, 2004. Okay. I am going to take a movie that I consider a musical, but I'm going to see what you guys think just because it's not your typical. It's not like Grease. It's not like people just randomly yeah. break out in the song. Um, but I'm going to go with one of my favorite movies of all time about one of my favorite musical artists of all time, Walk the Line from 2005. Um, Mm -hmm. as my musical I think it counts because it has a ton of music it has a ton of performances in it they don't just break off you know the narrative to sing about shit which is what I hate about musicals so this is really the only one that I can you know enjoy if it's like a parody or an animated movie or this essentially so I'm gonna go walk the line what are your thoughts Okay, so my thoughts are it basically means that any music biopic you can call a musical and I don't know because going for I don't want to I don't want to set a precedent of musicals is a tough category to pick from and moving forward if we do these drafts again I don't want people to just be able to pick musical biopics and like things that are not really musicals uh because it like you know when you're scrambling like this it's like oh this counts but it, yeah I don't I don't love it what do you think Tristan I'm thinking if you're going by a typical definition, a musical has to have that, like, outside of the movie universe performance of a song. So if you're going by the definition of the genre, this does not count as a musical. Yeah, that or, like, they, the whole movie is surrounded, like, I don't think there's enough performances in Walk the Line that aren't just, like, a concert performance or scenes where he's singing. That's fine. So, like, yeah. That's fine. I had two movies left that I could take on my musical list. I wanted to try to sneak Walk the Line in there just because I, I love it so much and I hate most musicals. But I actually, because I was thinking in my head that I was going to definitely take something from like later. Um, I was going to try to take Uncut Gems as my sports movie, but instead went White Man Can't Jump because I needed a musical and I didn't think you guys would count Walk the Line. So I tried to sneak it, but I'm going to go with um, one of my favorite Pixar movies. I'm going to go with Coco from 2017. I think that one's go. pretty undeniably a, a musical. Um, and just just a beautiful movie. One of the only movies I've ever watched that actually had me shedding tears. Um, and yeah, I wanted to give it some love in there. And I figured if, I, if you guys disallowed my musical biopic, which I figured mm-hmm. might happen, that was my backup plan. And it is still alive on here. It was one I didn't think I would take because in my head, I had myself had, I had Parasite or something from 2019 on my list. And I, and I didn't, um, that was another reason I almost went for my foreign film. I went with, uh, I went with, I saw the devil because it's 2010, but I almost went portrait of a lady on fire from 2019. Mm -hmm. But I figured that just would eliminate any option I had for musical at that point. So, I, I yeah yeah I could have yeah. the cats caused the pandemic have. that is canon um I mean bats but I mean close <laughs> yeah no it was the movie whatever, cats. They, whatever it was yeah so yeah I think so too that would uh so I drove the for Tristan it was all yeah. worth it yeah. um Anyway, so yeah, we got two more picks left in the draft. Uh, Tristan picks his last movie, and then Bobby will take his last movie. We got comedy for Tristan and Bobby. 
did the same thing I did and left musical for last. And I but think I, I know I what it, know it will be. Really? Yeah. I'm curious. Yeah, I, Can I you te- know. Text, text me what you think it is. I'm going to write it and write I might be chat. wrong, but I have an idea of it. So for my comedy, like I've covered, obviously I'm going for a summer vibe, something that like summer movies, whether they're comedies like Vacation, whether they're dramas like Do the Right Thing or Somewhere with Monica, I wanted to cover the whole range of summer movies. And I think if you're going to go with a summer comedy and you're in a film festival zone, you know your film people who know movies and know summer movies and you just had days of watching summer movies and I'm going with the comedy from 2001, Wet Hot American Summer. You're going to be in a crowd full of people who will get all the jokes, who will be able to laugh at all the meta humor and all the references, and at the same time, you've just spent a whole weekend watching the movies they're referencing, essentially. You're watching Vacation, you're watching the stuff that the little beats are going to be taken into this movie, so uh, I put Wet Hot American Summer as my comedy. It's a summer comedy. It's a hilarious one. I've watched it a lot. I know Johnny, I think, is a fan of it, but... Yeah, it would be a great one to watch at a film festival because you know it's going to be people who will get all the film jokes. And I think it would be a fun one people to, to watch in a theater and laugh along with the crowd. So that's my final pick, What Hot American Summer. Okay. Interesting. Solid. That definitely right. fits your, your summer category or your theme that you're going for. I understand it. Yours, I'm interested to see what we... Uh, I don't think you. I don't think you know my movie very. No, well. No, I thought it was going to be in the heights, and I realized you can't pick no, that because I can't. I have parasite. So what I'm going with is actually a personal favorite of mine. Has one of my favorite songs of all time in it, um, and a director that gets a lot of credit for his more recent movie Sing Street, um, and oh. it is 2007's Once. Um, if you've heard the song Falling Slowly, um, that's one of the most beautiful songs ever written. Um, and it's a, basically an independent Irish romance musical. Um, and it's one that I think showing people because, it, you know, small budget, a lot of people have heard the song and it would be like, oh, that's where this came from kind of thing. And it's a really like beautiful kind of movie to show uh, at a film festival. So there's my last pick. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I've uh, that's one I would actually watch. Same with Sing Street. I haven't seen that either, but that's more the type of musical I would I would check out mm-hmm. rather than. It's you based know, around musicians and they're writing the songs, yeah. but they play it enough. It's not like a musical biopic where you're they're just like random couple musical scenes. It's throughout yeah. The there are movie. there are songs that progress the story. I think that's a good way to basically say like what a musical kind of is yeah. to differentiate it between what I tried to take. You guys disallowed it. Yeah, I'm like I you don't. Know, someone had to try it. All right, so what that brings us to is. I'd say everyone just kind of go down your list, read what you got. Um, and then we're going to have a little debate and try to, you know, sell me, sell me on why your, uh, why your festival is great. Why, why would I want to see yours over the other person's? And then we can talk about what we like or dislike um, from the other people's lists and surprises from the draft movies that either got left off or, um, you know, got taken by someone else, something like that. All right. um, well, first list. off, let, we got let's finish uh, so people can kind of see on screen our entire list. So, Johnny, your sport, sports movie was um, White Men Can't Jump from 1992. Okay, and your musical you chose the last one was uh, Coco, Coco from 2017. From 2017. Oh, 17. 2017. 17. Um, and then Tristan, your comedy was what hot cool all right so we got that so 
We'll start. Bobby, with the first overall pick go down. You can just do it on the order we have on there, however you want to do it. Um, yep. What? Uh, I'll, I'll just I'll just read it down the line. Are we just reading them first, and or are we going to read and then kind of give our, our pick? Let's do this. Everyone read them. We'll kind of get everyone's thoughts and then, you know, do a selling point after that. Okay. Like your thoughts on the other people's lists, and then, like, maybe that helps me know what I need to sell you on. You know, if you if you kind of give me a general outline of it. So you read yours and Tristan will read his and I'll read mine. All right. Um, I'm going to go. So Blockbuster, I have Jurassic Park from 1993. Indie, I have Memento from 2001. Best Picture winner on the waterfront, 1954. Sports, Rocky, 1976. Animated, Disney's Robin Hood from 1973. Comedy, Dodgeball from 2004. Horror thriller, Scream from 1996. Foreign, I have Parasite from 2019. Live action family film, The Wizard of Oz, 1939. Action, Die Hard from 1988. Sci-fi, Ex Machina from 2015. And musical, Once from 2007. All right. Uh, Tristan, your list, sir. My list for my blockbuster, I went It Chapter 1 from 2017. For my indie, I went with Do the Right Thing from 1989. For my best picture winner, I went with Lawrence of Arabia. I didn't write the year down... For that one, it's 1962. Uh, for my sports movie, I went with The Sandlot from a classic 90s movie from 1993. For my animated movie, I went with Castle in the Sky from 1986. Uh, for my comedy, I had Wet Hot American Summer, 2001. My, sci- my horror slash thriller, I had the recent movie The Green Knight from 2001. For my foreign film, I had Ingmar Bergman's Summer with Monica yeah. from 1956. For my live action family film, I had Vacation from 1983. For my action movie, I had Independence Day from 1996. For my sci-fi, I had Forbidden Planet from 1956. And for my musical, the finale of the show, I got Grease from 1978. All right. Solid list. Should we we text these to Joe and see if he gives any feedback? Just without saying who's are who. I don't know if he's able to. Oh, I don't know. I mean, you could just send him that picture, but I yeah, think he I'm might be on an airplane picture. right now. Well, I'm going to see if he gets it. I'm going to send him the picture um, and crop out our names and see which one he would pick. I if mean, it might be tough sending it to him. We do have a good Wi-Fi to get to the afterlife, um, but we'll get there. Um, all right. Well, in the meantime, I will read my list. Um, I have it in a little different order just because I wrote it. But all right. So for my blockbuster, I have Jaws from 1975. I have, for my indie, I have The Royal Tenenbaums from 2001. For my best picture, I have The Godfather from 1972. For my sports movie, I have White Men Can't Jump from 1992. For my animated, I have Toy Story from 1995. For my live-action family film, I have E.T. from 1972. Sorry, 82, 1982. Um, For my comedy, I have Dr. Strangelove from 1964. For my thriller slash horror, um, I have Psycho from 1960. For my foreign film, I have I Saw the Devil, really uplifting movie from 2010. Um, for my action movie, I have The Raid 2 from 2014. For my musical, I have Coco from 2017. And for sci-fi, I have 2001, A Space Odyssey from 1968. Um, I really like everyone's list. I, I like... The different strategies, I think Bobby and I were basically just 
let's take the best movie here. And Tristan really was, let's take one of my favorites from this category that also fits in with my overall theme. Um, so you kind of got different strategies going there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So Bobby, we'll start with you thoughts on strong points, weak points of other people's lists or uh, movies that you might need to kind of sell you on or why, you know, why would you want to go see that over, over the other person's um, type of thing? I mean, it's tough because, so like, I think like if I were to just look at these lists, I would be leaning in a particular, particular direction, but they're both, they both have great um, movies in them. Um, let's see, because it's, it's personal taste when you look at a lineup and be like, why, you know, what, what draws to you more and what would, but so I, I've never seen Wet Hot American Summer um, or The Green Knight. And The Green Knight, I've heard mixed, like critics liked it. And it's been a very mixed kind of thing of a bunch of people. So I guess if Tristan's list, it would be those two. Johnny, sell me on why I saw The Devil is a good festival movie that would scare people off. Um, and other than that, I mean, I know the rest of your movies and it's just personal, personal taste, I guess. Yeah, I think, um, or no, we'll go and then we'll go with uh, with Tristan in terms of what uh, what are your thoughts on my list and Bobby's list? Strong points, weak points, potentially movies you would definitely want to see or movies you don't think you would want to see in theaters. You guys did good jobs of picking stuff that like you guys pick mostly known movies, like stuff that people have probably seen, but stuff that people would definitely want to see on the big screen. Like I think of Jaws and Jurassic Park. I've seen Jurassic Park on the big screen, and it was really enthralling to watch, and I think that would be a really fun one to see. Uh, yeah, you guys both picked good stuff that I would see. I think my biggest question for you guys is, like, defend the fact that so many of your movies are, like, big mainstream stuff that people have definitely seen before. Like, I look at Bobby's list, and I think there's, prob- there's like, maybe one that people wouldn't have seen and it's still a popular one that won Oscars and was, was like a, a back off, box office hit. So if you guys are selling yourselves like a, a festival, why are these all big movies and why didn't you pick anything that was a little bit of a deeper cut to, to give a, bit, a wider variety of people to choose from? All right. I'll start I with like that. my... Well, yeah. I'll go... I'll just say what I think and then we can do our, you know, selling points. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, but I'll, I'll say uh, I agree, like... My strategy was more take like my personal favorite movies. If I was doing a film festival, I'd want to do this. And I think Bobby did closer to that, but I think Tristan did a good job representing his film watching um, in terms of he's got stuff from all over the board. He's got movies I haven't seen, but honestly, there are a couple of movies on his list that I just straight up do not like. Um, so that might hurt in terms of that, but I really like um, the idea of, seeing movies I've never seen before in theaters, you know, like the green nights in theaters right now, I could go check that out, but at a film festival, it would be cool with maybe some more film fans. Cause that seems to be the type of crowd that likes that movie more. Um, so that might be better to check out with like a group of film nerds rather than just like general public. So I like that. I'm not a fan of what hot American summer. I think that movie's terrible. I, everyone talks about how funny that movie is. And whenever I hear anyone talk about it they say it's like one of the funniest movies ever so i checked it out and maybe i just had super high expectations going in but i thought it was really unfunny but i kind of liked the show like i even though i was interested i was not like into the movie i was interested in checking out the show i thought that was funnier because they were all 
older playing themselves as kids. So maybe upon rewatch in a crowd of people, that would be better than like watching it by myself. Um, and like Independence Day, sure. I mean, that's not a very good movie, but it's fun. I grew up with it. Same with Sandlot. It's fun. I grew up with it, but that's not a very good movie. Um, but I like the idea of seeing Castle in the Sky and Summer with Monica, movies that I've never really checked out fully and and watched them. Same with uh, Forbidden Planet. And Grease is one of my favorites, and seeing that in theaters would be amazing. Um, and same with It. I saw that in theaters, and I'd like to see it again in theaters because I liked it. Bobby's List, I think, strong points are seeing On the Waterfront is a really big selling point. I've never seen Jurassic Park in theaters, so that's a big selling point. But, like, as much as I love Parasite, do I need to see that at a film festival again? Like, I've watched that movie 15 times in two years, and I saw it in theaters twice already. Ex Machina, I saw in theaters. I watched that a lot. Rewatch. I don't need to, like, go check that out in theaters again. Um, Scream, I'm, I think, is okay. Dodgeball is very funny, but that's not, again, like, not a movie that I think what Hot American Summer is stronger with an audience. I don't think Dodgeball necessarily needs that for me, at least. Um, and once yeah, it's a musical and I, I'd be interested in seeing it, but it's not as strong as like Grease of a selling point to me. So this kind of like breakdown of where I'm at with things and same with like, I don't care about the animated Robin Hood movie. So I don't know. Bobby Walhay has like, it's very top heavy. And then it kind of drops off to me in a way. Um, and Tristan's is, Movies that I might not be super into, but would be interested in seeing with a crowd. Um, and then a couple of movies that I really love and just some movies that I'm kind of iffy on or haven't seen. So it's interesting to kind of judge the two based on like, if I was going to a film festival, would I want to go see movies I've never seen? Or do I want to see 11 movies that I've seen and one musical that I've never seen? You know, so I don't know. I, I'm going to go back and forth on it. I, I'm interested to see the selling points um, and kind of address what and, everyone. And that's going to be the asked. question for me looking at your two lists, too, because same with yours, Johnny, it's like a bunch of movies yep. that I've seen. Like we have we have very similar lists um, as far as like the type of movies we picked for sure. And then it's comparing basically to Tristan's uh, going with a theme. It's funny that like for indie movie, obviously Memento is more mainstream now. But I think the most mainstream indie movie that was picked was Do the Right Thing, which was from Tristan. And I expected maybe a little different direction with that. But that's a classic. And I got that he went with the directors like movies from auteur directors is like a big theme of a lot of your movies. So I understand that that pick. But I thought it was funny that like you have some obscure ones in other categories. And then you went with like for indie, like one of the most well-known movies for at least like film fans and like a huge director. But like before he was you know, big. Um, Bobby's is because Johnny kind of ticked it in my head of like what outside of Jurassic Park and, and Wizard of Oz, not a lot of them feel like movies that I would really want to see on, a, on the big screen. Like if I saw that these are being released in theaters, it'd be something that I'd drive out of my way to see. And I'd say die. I would throw die hard. hard that. Rocky. Uh, yeah. I would say quite a few of them at least are visually like appealing out of uh, it's a mix of lists. Cause I could say the same thing about a lot of your movies as well. Looking at them. Um, it's like, why does it need to be seen on the big screen type of stuff? So it's like, you can, you can make that argument for just about any of the three lists, but yeah, I think I definitely have some, some big, like, Oh, those are big name, big, like I want to see that on the screen. 
screen on the screen things that will balance out any of them that would not be as much of a draw. So we'll do this. So Bobby address, like sell, sell Tristan and I on, on your list. We both kind of have some questions. Um, film my phone breakdowns. I think that was a good point on like movies. Uh, would you need to see it on the big screen or not? But sell us. Why is yours the strongest? And you know, for me, why would I pick it over Tristan? And for Tristan, why would he pick yours over mine? Because ours are more similar I think Tristan is obviously a much different tone, but ours are similar. So you got to really sell Tristan, I'd say, on why yours is better than mine for sure. Yeah. So what I would say, I, I think my list for one thing, and same with yours, Johnny, we're, we're starting with a lot of personal favorites. And I think that those actually translate well to when you're picking movies that you care about, the list kind of comes together in a way that when people are watching it, kind of get your taste and what, like whoever put the, the festival together. But I would say Jurassic Park, um is for one thing you always you you definitely know is a massive like theater experience when you go see that movie same with rocky and the cheering and the type and the type of stuff for the character um while you're watching it and kind of remind people in a way what the first one's like because that franchise has become more of a like a little bit more popcorn up until the creed movies and kind of just remind you where it came from um but that's also a great big um big screen experience dodgeball even though it's a comedy it's also a sports movie where people cheer for the team as they go and that is also a fun theater experience and it's also one that like looking back i thought that movie was more popular than it was because we loved it and because like that like it made some money but it wasn't like a massive hit it's reminding people of the movie and uh like those commentators um that those characters of um are, are two of the best comedy characters I, th- I think ever created and just bringing them back into the limelight would be um, amazing. It's also one of my favorite Ben Stiller comedy performances. I think he's, he has some of the most quotable lines. Uh, so that could definitely be talked about for people that are, may not as be as familiar or just remind people of it. Wizard of Oz is obviously a massive draw. I'm not really going to go back into that one too much, but Parasite is one again that if anyone, cause I, like talking to just people around, a lot of people missed that movie or didn't see it or don't like it won but only film fans saw it for the most part and if other people did like you know someone might have made forced them to go watch it and that so if you bring people in with all the big blockbusters and you get them to also watch movies like parasite like ex machina which are more film fan movies same with once um i think that's a big plus i think scream falls into the category of like of the nostalgia uh, and it's also like with my list, nothing on this list is too like if I put a horror movie that all of a sudden was like I saw the devil in, in terms of action and stuff like that, it would not fit my list. But Scream being a more more horror comedy definitely fits it. It's really fun. It's considered one of the best like commentaries on horror movies, even if you are not as like Johnny said, he thinks it's just OK, but considered like wise, it's it's considered to be like a re- revolutionary movie in the genre for sure and it like started a trend um and yeah i like i basically i like the mix of big blockbusters big oscar buzz type of movies that are definitely high praise type of stuff that people even if it's just bringing back in the forefront would get people in there and would they would enjoy seeing it like on the waterfront from the 50s i don't think a lot of people have gone back to see that they might just know the speech they might just know that you know and probably because of raging bull rather than right on the water. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I think that's a great one to put back in Disney's Robin hood is way better than it should be. Like that's a fun, that's a fun animated movie, especially in a, 
in a film festival, it's like one that you, it's like, it's like a nice little breeze to watch. It's a short movie. It's fun. It's got a lot of good songs. Um, and like growing up with it, it was like one of the easiest watches. It's like, it's basically, it's, it's an easy film watch to like put in the middle of a film festival. So it'd like, it would fall in the middle and give people a nice kind of, kind of break between any heavier movies and kind of, and, and, and that. So I think that fits in a festival setting pretty well. Um, but I, I mean, that's, that's what I would go for. I, I, it's, it's all personal taste. When I look at Johnny's list, I like my movies better in general, um, as far as ones I would see on the big screen. Um, and then for Tristan's, like, you know, personally, uh, there's just a, quite a few movies on it that, that don't really interest me that much or I don't really like, or there's movies that I really like and I'm interested in on like a couple of them, like on a few. So it's like, it's definitely a range, but I think mine falls a little bit more towards um, something for everyone in the, in there. All right. Yeah. I, um, then we'll go with, uh, with Tristan, since your list is so vastly different than Bobby and I is, I think in a way, um, sell us on why we should pick yours over the list that, you know, is similar to what we did. Like Bobby could just pick mine because it's similar to his strategy. I could pick Bobby's because it's similar to mine, but why, why is yours more interesting and why would I want to go check that out? And why would Bobby want to go check that out? I can tell from your guys' list that you definitely lean towards like personal favorites or movies that are going to really enhance on the big screen or bigger movies like that you would you would want to see on that big screen if you haven't seen it before. And I have some of that here. I do have some low stuff, some some uh, deeper cut stuff, but I have It Chapter 1 was a great theater experience. That would be really fun to watch the engaged crowd, people yelling and screaming the whole time. You also have Grease, of course, a massive movie. I like I'm not all deep cuts. Grease is a hugely mainstream movie. It'd be a fun one in a crowd. People who all know the words and I've seen it a hundred times and like that's not a, a deep cut. Independence Day is a really fun action movie to watch in a crowd. You know, it's not one that's a gr- all time top tier best movie of all time. But if you're in a crowd, you've been drinking all day, you're at a film festival, it'd be a fun one to cheer for the cool lines and the cool parts with the crowd full of like film dorks who love Independence Day. And those are all pretty mainstream big movies that people have known and seen that would sell you someone on coming to a film festival. Oh, go see It Chapter One again on the big screen. Go see Independence Day on the big screen. Go see Grease on the big screen. And then you have slightly deeper cuts like Do the Right Thing. People know Do the Right Thing, but younger people today might not necessarily have seen it. Uh, so they say, hey, I've, I've heard about Do the Right Thing. I know Spike Lee. I've, I've, meant to, I've been meaning to watch Do the Right Thing. I'll go check that one out. You have Lawrence of Arabia, similar thing, one people know the name of, but a lot of people haven't necessarily seen it. So it's a perfect excuse for us to see a movie that we haven't necessarily seen before. That's kind of what I wanted to go for here, a mix of movies that I know and movies that I've definitely seen a hundred times and would benefit from the theater, even though I've seen them, you know, like It. But I also wanted to go for stuff that is not necessarily well-known stuff, like Lawrence of Arabia. I haven't even seen Lawrence of Arabia, but it's one of those movies where it's like, I don't want to sit down and watch it at home. If I could see it in a big screen, a great projector, like that would be the way to see it. And that's what I wanted to get stuff like that must watch kind of movies that have been on like a bucket list something like a Ingmar Bergman it's like you want to see at least one or two of his if you if you're like a film nerd type person so here's your excuse to watch one of his more acclaimed ones and you of course have The Green Knight it's a modern day very current one that's being talked about and like you said it's a little bit divided among the general audiences but I think general audiences aren't the people who are going to film festivals and for me you guys seem to be appealing to an audience that doesn't necessarily have interest in a film festival when mine, I tried to make it not just one that I would love to go to, but one that I think people would also go to, and one that would sell tickets. So it ha- I have the seller, the headlines that sell the tickets, but I also have the deeper cuts. When you go to a film festival, you don't want it to just be big, 
headline movies. You want to be like, here's what I've never heard of before. What's something with Monica? You know, I don't know what that is. I'll check it out. What's Castle in the Sky? I'll check it out. And that's kind of the fun. I've gone to plenty of film festivals, and it's fun to see the ones that I know, but it's a lot more fun to see the ones that I've never heard of before, ones that have been on like my radar in the background but never watched. So I wanted to get a wide range, and that's kind of what I went for, just oh, stuff that appeals to the masses and also stuff that appeals to the film nerds. You know, go to the tiki bar, get yourself a summer drink, hang out, watch some fun movies, watch some thinkers, and all of them kind of have this unified feeling in, of the summer. And as we're getting towards the end of the summer, it would be fun to kind of engage in that, and it, rather than just a bunch of scattered movies that sure are good, but don't feel congruent to each other, and I think mine, just, even though they have a wide, wide range of genres and, and tones, they all kind of have this through line where you feel like you're having a singular experience at the film festival rather than just a bunch of scattered movies you're watching. Okay. By the way, did either of you check? Because Joe has texted back. I did not see what he picked, but I think he made a choice. So if we want to wait, don't read it yet, Johnny, if you have. And I see, read it. Is, you did? I was going to say, basically, if there is a tie, I didn't see what he picked, but if there's a tie, do we want to use Joe's? Since Johnny read it, I don't know. I mean, not really, so, because Joe, um, I mean, you can. I think he did make a choice, but it wasn't very clear, and he didn't see any of the selling points of, like, Tristan, so I think sending him a list, and it's movies that he hasn't seen compared to ours, I think that kind of helps us more. So we can just kind of say what he did. Um, and then figure okay, out that's fine. I just wanted, before, before I read it, I didn't know what he said. Yeah. He made like a well, clear basically, like, why kind of choice. Basically so. he said, it's between me and you because he didn't know whose, whose, uh, list was yeah. whose, but he said the, the first and the second one. And he basically said, because he is a hater of 2001, a space odyssey, he would go to yours <laughs> okay. instead of mine. So I, I figured that obviously yeah. wasn't a pick that would appeal to him. And then Tristan's list doesn't appeal to him because he doesn't know the movies as much. So without these selling points, yeah. um, I wouldn't want to use that as like a tiebreaker, but he did pick yours. Um, so we can take that, take yeah. it into consideration. Um, yeah. So for my list, I know that looking on paper, you might say my strategy was similar to Bobby's of these are just personal favorite movies. They're big names, but I did have a strategy and that was, I wanted to pick, for the most part, when I could, I wanted to pick the very best of every type of genre that I could say. Like, you know, yeah, Rocky's a great Rocky's a great movie, but you, no one says that that's the greatest sports movie ever made. You know, it's Raging Bull and Rocky's up there, but it's not it's not that I wanted Raging Bull to be able to say that. But here's my list. Jaws. It's the best Spielberg movie. It's the best blockbuster ever made. Royal Tenenbaums is Wes Anderson's best movie. So I think at least going for like an auteur director and choosing 